0: In a small vending machine at a small gas station, there lived a small, shiny silver bottle cap. His name was Cap, and he lived a happy life, sitting snugly on top of his beloved soda bottle. Named Soda, inside the small vending machine they called home. Cap loved his life. He loved the hum of the machine and the sound of coins clinking as people bought snacks. Cap loved watching the different snacks come and go as they were purchased by customers. He had a special bond with three friends in particular. A chocolate bar named Coco, a bag of chips named Crunchy, and, of course, the beloved bottle he sat on top of, soda. Coco was a sweet and friendly chocolate bar, always eager to chat and make new friends. Crunchy was a bit of a mischief-maker, always up for a good prank, but also there to lend a helping hand when needed. Of all of Cap's companions, though, Soda was his favourite. They were deeply in love with each other, and inseparable. They would often laugh and share stories to pass the time. Cap loved spending time with Soda, and he hoped they'd stay together forever. Then... One day, everything changed. It started when a big truck arrived at the gas station. A man dressed in a dirty white top got out and approached the vending machine. Cap and Soda anxiously waited on their shelf, wishing and waiting, for the day when someone would pick them. The man in the white top looked at the selection of snacks in the machine. He took a long moment to consider his options, before finally making a decision and reaching out his hand. Cap and Soda whispered to each other in excitement as they watched the man's finger point towards their shelf. "'This is it, Soda,' Cap said. "'Today's the day we get picked!' Cap heard the sound of the machine moving as the man made his choice and pressed the button. Then, all of a sudden, Cap and Soda fell from their slot, tumbling and spinning down the chute and out into the big wide world. Cap closed his eyes and waited to feel the warmth of the man's hand. Then, he was suddenly separated from his beloved Soda and... Before he could cry out, he was thrown into a nearby trash can. Cap watched, heartbroken, as the man took a long drink from soda, then turned and walked away, leaving Cap behind. No! Cap screamed. No! But there was no one there to hear him. Cap began to cry in the trash can, trying to make sense of what had happened. He'd been with soda since, well, forever but now he was all alone and lost without her by his side. The next day, he was woken by a loud roaring sound. A garbage truck had arrived to collect the trash. No! Cap cried again, but the garbage truck didn't listen and picked up the trash can with Cap still inside. It lifted him up then threw him into the back of the truck with all the other garbage. The roar of the engine made Cap afraid, and the truck began to move along a rough and bumpy road. Suddenly, a plastic bag rustled next to Cap. Hey there, the bag said in a crackly voice. What's got you feeling down? Cap let out a sigh. I'm supposed to be a cap on a soda bottle, he explained. Me and my soda were inseparable, but yesterday we got picked up and I got thrown away. Now I'll never see her again. The plastic bag listened sympathetically. I know how you feel, it said. My name's Placky. I used to be a swing in a playground. I loved making children happy, but after years of use, I broke down and was sent to a dump. I was placed into a machine that turned me into a plastic bag. Cap looked at Placky in surprise. That's terrible, he said. The bag rustled again. It's just a part of life, he said. Things change shape and size, and we meet new friends along the way. You'll find a new purpose, and new friends too. Just try to keep an open mind, and things will turn out okay. Promise. Cap was still sad, but he felt a small sense of comfort. He had lost soda, but maybe, just maybe, there was still a purpose for him. After what felt like forever in the truck, Cap and Placky finally arrived at the dump. The garbage truck came to a stop and the engine turned off. Cap could hear the sound of the garbage being thrown out and hitting the ground with a dull thud. ''Hold on!'' Placky cried. ''What's happening?'' Cap asked, terrified. ''We're getting lifted!'' Placky said. Then the garbage truck's huge mechanical arm grabbed a hold of Cap and the rest of the trash and lifted them high up into the air. Cap tumbled and span as he was thrown out of the truck and onto a mountain of trash. He could hear the cries of the other trash pieces echoing all across the dump. More and more trash was piled onto the mountain until it blocked out the light, until Cap could feel the weight of it all pressing down on him, making it hard to move. He tried to wiggle and wrangle his way out, but he was stuck. Help, Cap said. Somebody, I'm not supposed to be here. A moment later, he heard a rustling sound and a small, broken lighter crawled towards him. All right there, the lighter said in a chirpy voice. What's got you all stuck up? Well, you see, I'm a bottle cap, Cap said. I got separated from my soda bottle and now I'm trapped in this mountain of trash. Me name's Spark, the lighter said. I've only been here a few days, myself, but I can help you out. Are you ready to get out of here? Cap nodded eagerly. Yes, please, uh, Spark. I'd love it if you could help me. So Spark looked around the trash. He saw a few pieces of broken plastic and some metal nearby. Spark used his sparks to heat the metal so that he could bend it. And in no time at all, He'd built a small contraption. Hold on tight, Spark said to Cap as he carefully slipped the contraption under Cap's body. I'm holding, Cap said back. With a few twists and turns, Spark was able to bend Cap loose. I'm free, Cap yelled happily. I couldn't have done it without you. No problem, Spark said, always happy to help a friend. Cap looked around hopelessly. I'm not stuck under the trash anymore, but I am still stuck here with the trash. What do I do now? Spark smiled. You're in luck, Cap, my friend. Today's the day this pile of trash will be taken to the recycling machine. We'll be given new jobs, a new beginning. That made Cap both happy and sad at the same time. He thought about soda, and if she'd ever be recycled and given a new purpose. He hoped that one day they would be reunited. But for now, he was grateful for the chance at a new start. "'Wanna meet some new friends?' Spark asked. "'I like friends,' Cap admitted. So Spark took Cap around the trash mountain, past junk and old things and broken things, past plastic and metal and cardboard and wet, soggy paper. "'This is Tom,' Spark said. Pointing to a light bulb, he's been here for a while, but he always shines bright. Hello, said Tom happily, and he glowed as Cap walked past him. Then they came to a group of cardboard boxes, all stacked neatly together. These are newbies, like you, Spark explained. They're still figuring out what they want to be when they grow up. Next, they came to a group of candy wrappers, fluttering in the breeze. These guys are always sweet and full of surprises, Spark told Cap with a smile. After the candy wrappers, they met a group of small plastic things, all chatting amongst themselves. ''These are my best buddies,'' Spark said. ''Say hello to the mice.'' ''They don't look like mice,'' Cap said, confused. Spark laughed. (laughs) ''Not real mice. They're computer mice. You need them if you've got a computer.'' One of the mice slid forward and said hello to Cap. I'm Jerry. You're the new guy, right? He asked. Yes, Cap said. But I already miss my vending machine. I know the feeling, the mouse said. I miss my keyboard and the computer screen and even the table I used to sit on. But you don't seem so sad, Cap asked. The mouse winked. ''Because I'm not. You can miss something about the past, but that doesn't mean you have to be sad about the future. I mean, I might become a screen myself next, or maybe even a printer. Wouldn't that be cool?'' ''That would be cool,'' Cap said. ''The possibilities are endless,'' Jerry said. ''I can't wait to see what the future holds.'' Spark grinned. ''Well, we better get going, Cap.'' Good luck, Cap, said Jerry the mouse. I hope we meet again in our new lives. Me too, Cap said. Goodbye, Jerry, and thank you for your encouragement. And with that, Spark and Cap continued their walk through the dump. As they went, Spark told Cap about the journey ahead. Now we're going towards a recycling machine. It's a massive machine that will sort and process all the different types of materials. Once we've been through that, we'll be given our new purpose. A new purpose, Cap thought, and he wondered what he would be when he came out of the recycling machine. The machine turned out to be a giant, noisy metal building with high walls and smoke pouring out from a huge chimney. Cap and Spark looked up in awe. We made it, said Spark. Time to get our new jobs. Maybe we'll be working together, said Cap. But Spark sighed. Unfortunately, we ain't going to be recycled in the same way. This is where we say goodbye, lad. Goodbye, said Cap. "Uh, okay. I want to say thank you for everything, Spark. You've been a true friend. Happy to help, replied Spark. And no matter what happens... We'll always have this memory of our time together in the dump. Cap smiled. He was grateful for all the help Spark had given him. They hugged goodbye and went their separate ways, ready for their new lives and new purposes. Cap took a deep breath before he entered the recycling machine. The sound of clanging metal and noisy machines filled his ears, and the smell of oil filled his nostrils. He looked around and saw a maze of conveyor belts. Trinkets and gadgets hung from hooks, and plastic and metal and glass were being transported all around. Cap walked nervously down the main aisle, looking for his place. He saw different machines crushing cans and separating glass from plastic, and he could hear the buzzing sound of electric as materials were melted down and turned into new forms. Finally, after walking for what felt like forever, he found the right aisle. Goodbye, old life, he said to himself, and felt a twinge of sadness as he remembered soda. Then he stepped onto the conveyor belt and began his journey towards his new future. As Cap moved along the conveyor belt, robotic arms picked up different materials that needed to be sorted elsewhere. They grabbed objects, lifting them up and putting them down in new places. Suddenly, one of the robotic arms came straight at Cap, nearly knocking him off the belt and into a bin labelled chemical waste. Cap panicked and tried to dodge it, but it was too fast. Just as he was about to fall into the bin, a small keychain named Ching Ching grabbed hold of him. Be careful, Ching Ching replied. We've got to stick together here in the recycling machine. Cap was grateful for Ching Ching's help and continued on his journey down the conveyor belt, feeling a bit more at ease with a new companion by his side. The air got hotter and the sound of the machines got louder. Cap and Ching Ching entered a huge oven where rivers of red-hot metal were running. Cap started to have second thoughts. He wanted to get off the belt he thought about Soda again and the possibility of never being able to meet her. The heat and the sound was too much and Cap started to cry. Ching Ching tried to comfort him but Cap refused to listen. He started to run in the opposite direction away from the oven but the conveyor belt was too fast. As Cap reached the edge of the belt he saw things falling into a big bucket of fire. He realised that this was the end of his journey but he didn't know what would happen next he closed his eyes and prepared to fall but suddenly he felt a strong pull from behind him he opened his eyes again and saw that Ching Ching had grabbed him and was holding on tight don't give up now Cap we'll make it through this together Ching Ching said together Cap said and he swallowed his fear with a big gulp. He looked into Ching Ching's eyes and knew that even though his old life was gone there was still a future waiting for him. It's time for a new beginning he said. I'm ready for my new purpose no matter what that may be. And with that he took a deep breath let go of Ching Ching's hand and fell. When he opened his eyes again he was amazed at what he saw. The bucket was filled with light that changed from orange to red and yellow. Lying in the warm bath of melting metal, he heard a song. A beautiful melody. It was like a voice he recognised from what seemed like long ago. But who could it be? Then, everything turned black. Cap woke up with a strange feeling in his body. He felt different, lighter, like he had been reborn. He was in an enormous castle room. The room was filled with the smell of fresh flowers and polished wood. The walls were covered with beautiful paintings, and on the floor there were soft, colourful carpets. Through the windows... Cap could see a magnificent garden filled with lovely flowers, lush trees and sparkling fountains. The sun was shining and a soft breeze was blowing, filling the room with the sounds of birds chirping and leaves rustling. Cap felt like he'd been transported to a magical world and he was filled with wonder and awe. Suddenly, he heard fizzling, bubbly laughter next to him. (laughs) <laughs> he looked up and and saw Soda, the love of his life. She had been recycled into a beautiful mirror. She was more beautiful than ever. She looked at him with her loving eyes and said, Hello, my darling. I've missed you so much. Cap felt a wave of joy wash over him as he realised that he was also a part of the mirror. He had been transformed into the mirror's frame, so that he and Soda would be forever together. Soda, I can't believe it, Cap said. We're finally together again, just like I dreamed. Yes, my love, Soda said with a smile. We are part of each other, forever and always. And we can admire each other every day, as well as admire the world outside through our reflection." Cap smiled and looked around the castle room. The light was streaming in through the windows, giving everything a nice glow. ''This is it, Soda,'' Cap said, his voice filled with happiness. ''This is our forever home.'' Soda smiled and said, ''And every day will be just as wonderful as this one.'' Just then, a beautiful queen entered the room. Her steps were slow but graceful as she made her way towards Cap and Soda, her eyes fixed on the mirror. Finally, she came to a stop. The Queen gazed upon Cap and Soda, and they couldn't help but think that she was the most beautiful Queen they'd ever laid their eyes on. With a voice as smooth as silk, the Queen said, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest? of them all. Cup and Soda didn't hesitate for a single second. They knew what they had to answer.